Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Slice by Hurry, the show where the team at Hurry give you marketing insights, hints, and tips that will help you to improve your results right now. I'm Stevie Langford, and in today's podcast, we'll be discussing the five major components of a great marketing strategy. We also have associated guides, videos, blogs, and infographics that can all be found at www.hurry.co. So here we go. Creating and implementing a solid marketing strategy entails more than just writing out some bullet points about what you think you might produce or aim to achieve over the next couple of weeks, months, or a year. In order to market successfully, you need to have a number of solid components to focus on. But let's take a step back. A marketing strategy is a methodically designed plan created to outline and guide marketing activities with the aim of achieving specific outcomes. It's the foundation upon which marketing decisions are made. The ultimate function of a marketing strategy is to focus your marketing objectives and campaigns and keep these efforts aligned with the wider company goals. Any good marketing strategy has to take into consideration factors that are both internal and external. Internal factors include things like the marketing mix, performance analysis and budgeting. External factors are elements like customer experience, competitor analysis and the socio-economic environment. That's why most marketing strategies are partially planned and partially reactive to the market. It's all well and good having an overall understanding of what a marketing strategy is, but knowing and implementing the fundamental components that make up a great strategy will keep you at the top of your game. So let's delve into the five major components of a marketing strategy. Number one, target audience. Your target audience describes the group of individuals who are most likely to identify with your brand and use your product or services. It's important that you confidently establish your ideal audience so that you can convert leads and, of course, turn a profit. There are brands out there that utilize mass marketing, i.e. they target anyone and everyone. However, mass marketing is typically only achievable for those businesses that sell products that are universally needed. That's why most brands target several different audiences or concentrate on specific niche groups of people. To define, redefine or re-establish your ideal target audience, you need to action market segmentation. There are four main types of market segmentation. Demographic, which takes into account things like age, gender, income and marital status. Geographic, which focuses on location, urbanicity, climate, culture and language. Psychographic, which goes into the values, likes, dislikes, lifestyles and opinions of customers. And behavioural segmentation, which covers actions made within an app, a website or in-store. You can collect demographic, geographic, psychographic and behavioural information by conducting interviews, looking at census data, creating online surveys, exploring social media analytics and analysing the actions that customers and prospects make in-app on your website or in-store. Once you have dynamically segmented your customers and prospects data, you can create your buyer personas or redefine or re-establish them if you've already created some. A buyer persona is a fictional representation of your ideal customer created by utilizing your data. You attribute this character with details like their age, income, touch points, pain points, goals, and buying patterns. The idea of creating a persona or multiple personas is to provide structure to your careful audience targeting. 
Actioning market segmentation and creating buyer personas provides a real-world context for your business. This will allow you to learn about your ideal customer and help with your content creation, product development, and alignment of resources. Solid audience research of this kind ensures that your company message attracts those who will find it the most valuable and bring value in return. Number two, goals and objectives. First, let's get something clear. A goal is something that you want to achieve and it's a broad, overarching statement that typically refers to the long term. An objective, however, is more specific, precise and involves the action or actions that will be taken in order to achieve the overall goal. If you feel a little lost or aren't sure where to start, the SWOT analysis method is a great way to dive deeper into your company, as well as the wider market environment, and identify some actionable goals and objectives. Conducting a SWOT analysis encourages you to identify your business and or marketing strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. This will give you a clear picture of where you excel, where you can improve, your potential opportunities and the challenges that you will need to tackle. Say, for example, your marketing material is receiving a lot of interaction and, as a result, your marketing qualified leads, MQLs for short, are increasing significantly. This is, of course, a strength, but there's a problem. Your MQLs are growing, but they're not converting. Marketing aims to generate leads to grow your business, so acquiring leads that don't convert will be marked down as a weakness. However, you can turn this weakness into an opportunity by making it your goal to increase your MQL conversion rate over the next four quarters. Here's an example of three clear-cut objectives that will help you to achieve your new goal. Number one. Create a pillar page that is specific to the product or service that you offer and includes 20 plus pieces of supporting content. For example, 12 blogs, 6 infographics, 6 videos and 6 guides. Number 2. Create new product-focused website content that clearly details each aspect of your product or service and the benefits. Number 3. Analyse and rewrite your workflows to include updated content and more product-focused information for the lowest-performing emails. Of course, what you want to achieve and the objectives that you need to attain to get there don't have to be major or span a whole year like the example I've given. They can be as extensive or minimal as you like. Having strong goals and objectives is super important for any business, regardless of company size, budget or offerings. The focus of your goals and objectives can be to inform your content, explore different avenues with your social media, bridge the gap between sales and marketing, increase email open rates, improve lead quality, and so on. The key thing to remember here is to ensure that your goals and objectives are smart. That means ensure that your goals and objectives are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and relevant, and time-bound. So whether it's acquiring new users, focusing on revenue, growing your brand or venturing into new markets, the overall aim of setting goals and objectives in your marketing strategy is to achieve business targets as seamlessly as possible. Number three, competitor analysis. Competitor analysis is the process where you research to identify brands that are a potential threat to your business and analyze their products, sales and marketing strategies, social media presence, website and so on. This enables you to get a clear idea of where you sit in the market compared to others and provides a benchmark against which you can measure your business's growth. The more you get to know your competition, the easier it will be to identify potential opportunities and areas in which you can outperform and overtake them to gain an advantage. 
So, studying your market competitors will not only help you stay on top, but it will also enhance your insight into what kind of marketing works within your industry and what doesn't. Just as a side note, it doesn't matter how niche your brand, product or service is, there will always be some form of competition to contend with. It may not be direct, but you'll happen upon competition regarding some aspect of your company. It could simply be alternative areas where potential customers are spending their money, interacting on social media, or reading blogs that contain similar content to yours. It's really important that you project the qualities that make your brand different and show why customers and prospects should choose you over other market options. Number four, content creation. Content creation is a truly significant part of modern marketing. Why? Because there's more to marketing nowadays than just pushy promotional tactics and brash advertisements. Great content shows your target audience that you're knowledgeable, trustworthy, and can bring them the value that they're searching for. Research by HubSpot showed that in 2020, 70% of marketers claim to be actively investing in content marketing. This is because content on a brand's website now operates as more than just a slogan or a promotional article. It's a business strategy that functions to project thought leadership, to build an audience, to convert, to retain loyalty, and much, much more. Content marketing comes in many forms, including, but not limited to, blogs, infographics, videos, guides, and podcasts. Whilst the influence of content marketing is growing year on year, it's not enough to just write about anything. There is a difference between content that's valuable and content that's there just for the sake of it. You can't expect to convert leads with a piece of writing or a piece of media that's poorly targeted or narrowly researched. Content like this will come across as amateur, a waste of time for the viewer, and can actually do real harm to your brand. Creating a Search Insights report is a great way to ensure that the content you create is worthwhile, valuable to your target audience, and competitive on search engine results pages. A Search Insights report is essentially a mix between a keywords research report and a content calendar, and it acts as a roadmap for your content creation. If you've never conducted a Search Insights report before, here's a quick rundown of the four things that you need to do. Number one, select your focus topics. These should be based on the product or service you provide as they act as your main keywords. For example, with Hurry, one of our main topics is market segmentation and another is marketing strategy. So they act as a main keyword on our pillar pages. These are our extensive pieces of content that you can find on our homepage. Number two, identify content competitors. Now these aren't your normal physical competitors. They're brands who rank on search engine results pages for the same keywords as you. For example, when I search for market segmentation plus blogs in a search engine, I won't necessarily see our direct competitors, those who offer a similar product or service. I will see brands that write about the topic of market segmentation. So to find your content competitors, go to your search engine and type in your focus topic plus blogs, focus topic keyword plus websites, focus topic keyword plus tips, and focus topic keyword plus examples. All individually, of course. Number three, run a content competitor analysis. Once you've identified who your content competitors are, it's time to analyze them using a keyword research tool so you can see the terms they're ranking for that your site potentially is not. There are many great tools available such as Ahrefs, SEMrush, and Moz, or you can try the Hoth, which is free for a limited number of keywords. Add your content competitors to the keyword research tool of your choice, and what you should see is a long list of topic-specific keywords. 
you can treat every keyword as a potential piece of content, so long as the keyword is relevant to your audience and there isn't an overwhelming amount of competition. To gauge this, you can look at the monthly search volume. If you're trying to rank for a keyword that has a monthly search volume of 25,000, then it will be significantly more difficult. Take my example of market segmentation. The keywords that appear in my research tool are types of market segmentation, market segmentation strategies, and psychographic segmentation. And their monthly search volume is between 500 to 1000. So we would be wise to create content using these keywords. And if you look on our website, you'll see that we have. And lastly, you fill out your search insights report. It can seem like a daunting task, but you're not alone. I recommend using HubSpot's Search Insights Report template. HubSpot also has an academy course, which is super helpful. And if you don't have access to this, just key into your search engine how to create a Search Insights Report and what should come up is other free resources. So as well as conducting in-depth research like a Search Insights Report, you need to ask yourself these questions to ensure that your content's significant and worthwhile for your customers and prospects. So ask yourself, is your content authentic? Is it genuinely trying to be of service to your audience and not just manipulative? Is this information accurate? So does it contain correct material and up-to-date statistics? Is this content in line with my brand? So look at your tone of voice and design. Does this content offer your target audience answers to their questions? And is it well-targeted for the stages of your customer's life cycle? Creating well-structured content that aligns with your company's purpose will strengthen your brand by adding continued value to your customers. Now we get to the fifth major component of a marketing strategy, measurement. You put so much time, thought and effort into your marketing, don't let it go to waste. You can have the most intricate, creative, logical marketing campaign out there, but if you don't measure the results, how are you going to know whether or not you're hitting your targets? You need to make sure that your input is equal to or more than what you're getting in return. Utilizing your data, regularly reviewing your actions and measuring your growth will ensure that your tasks, objectives and marketing efforts are being efficiently managed. So take into account things like industry benchmarks, marketing qualified leads, website traffic, social media, emails and advertisements. Measuring the impact of your marketing activities gives you the ability to track your success and analyze what you're doing well and where you need to improve. This ensures you maintain consistent growth and a competitive advantage. It also helps you to streamline your objectives, keeping them in line with your business goals. In conclusion, a well thought out marketing strategy provides a multitude of opportunities for businesses big and small. Things we all strive to achieve like enhanced customer loyalty, increased sales and return on investment, a strengthened brand and the ability to triumph over market competitors become far more obtainable with a structured strategy in place. So implement the five critical components that I've outlined, regularly revisit them and allow your marketing to thrive. If you like this podcast, then you can subscribe for free via any podcast app or on Spotify. Feel free to share with a friend if you feel like they might enjoy it. And don't forget, you can find other resources like guides, videos, blogs and infographics over on our website at www.hurry.co. Thanks for listening.